Hello and welcome to May We Recommend, a show where we talk about movies, music, and more. I am joined today by our employee, Zoe, for our employee pick. Zoe, how are you doing today? I'm doing well, thank you. How are you? I'm well, thanks for asking. Um, all right, we're going to be talking about Club Paradise. Now, this is your favorite movie? No, it's not my favorite movie, but I would say it's probably one of my favorites that not everybody. You know, like I was saying the other day, like Stand By Me is probably my favorite movie, but everybody knows Stand By Me. Uh, this one, a little bit more, uh, I'd say, you know, unknown. Yeah, yeah, it is definitely a, a smaller movie. It it came out in 1986, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and uh, it, I, it, I looked it up, you know, it had a budget of $19 million. Oh, wow, is that and slow, I'm, right? Yeah, okay. and I'm, I, that's not that low. Okay. Like, I don't really know. Like, yeah. <laughs> compared to uh, some of the others we've done on the show, like that's actually considerably higher for the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think we're not seeing it all on state uh, on screen either. I think that went to most of your actors in this film. Okay. That makes sense. I mean, Robin Williams is a big, big actor even back then. So, yeah. For sure. It made 12 million. Oh. So it was a flop. Dang. Yeah. That yeah, it did. It did not do well at the box office. Um, our last show we did better off dead cost three million to make. Oh, just to kind of give an idea. Okay. You know, and I'd say that they're comparable in like uh, set and uh, location. You know. Sure, I know that I was looking, reading into it a little bit as well, and they did film a lot of it in Jamaica. So that was probably, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of the budget as well, going going over to Jamaica and, you know, all of that. So it's that's true. Mm-hmm. Now, it did have to compete with Ferris Bueller's Day Off, Aliens, mm-hmm. Karate Kid Part Two and Stand By Me. OK, <laughs> so, <laughs> so those were the movies that came out at the same time wow. as this was released. Wow. So, OK. Yeah. Yeah. So, but uh, tell me a little bit about your history with this movie. Okay, so um, I saw it as a child, not in the theater, but probably not long after, like probably when it first came out on VHS or something. Um, so my parents were fairly young when they had me in their early 20s. I'm an only child. And they smoked a lot of pot and they liked reggae music a lot. And Jimmy Cliff <laughs> was one of my mom's most favorite um musical artists so i'm assuming that's why they first rented and watched the movie and they also i mean like i said they were young when they had me they didn't monitor what i watched i could watch anything anything they were watching i could watch it too if i wanted to um so yeah so (laughs) i just watched it and i mean the music i really love the music i mean i just love reggae music in general probably because i grew up with it um Mm -hmm. so that's something i really love about it and yeah and then it was just always so funny to me and um, you know, watching it as an adult, you get a lot more of the the more adult humor, you know, than when you're a kid. Sure. But yeah, so that's kind of uh, the history. And then I've watched it, you know, many times over the years. It's not one that I rewatch on a regular basis, like Stand By Me, which I will rewatch once a year or twice a year, even without fail. This one just kind of comes up random. Be like, oh, I want to watch that again. So. Okay, so I... I got to be honest with you up front. This may not be my cup of tea. Yeah. <laughs> for a movie. Um, first off, I don't really like reggae music. Oh, well, that's a problem then because it's in almost every scene. <laughs> <laughs> I do like the opening song, Ape Man by the Kings. Mm. I love the Kings. 
Um, but that's kind of where the music dropped off for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not like looking at it critically because I, you know, I watched it again a couple of nights ago, and I actually like took notes, and I was actually like looking at it more of like, how would somebody else watch this? Rather than as like, oh, this is one of my comfort movies. It's really not a good movie. And I, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> I was, okay, I wanted to like this movie. And, and we'll get into the plot here in a bit. For sure. Um, you know, and which I think the plot might be a little problematic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Very white saviors. Saviorism. Mm -hmm. Big time. Okay. I, I wasn't going to yep. say that right off yep. the bat. But it is full on white savior. Yep. <laughs> um, uh, so, and which is really problematic especially for the location they've chosen absolutely yes yeah yeah um but i uh, now i lost my train of thought when you threw out white savior i was like oh man yep <laughs> we're just gonna get right into it <laughs> so robin williams was a firefighter uh that was injured he already wanted to quit then he got injured yeah yeah <laughs> in a very over-the-top cartoonish way yes oh yes uh, <laughs> He's covered in bricks and he says he wants to quit. So uh, he then travels to St. St. Nicholas, which I looked up is Saint not Nicholas. a real island, but it's in the West. So it could be one of those. It was filmed yeah. in Jamaica. So, yeah. Yeah, I figured, you know, I think they made an allusion to that when they were talking about islands that start with, or like places that start with I, and the guy says Ipanema, and they're like, that's not a real location, it's just in the song. Oh, yeah, where do you uh, think she's originally I'm, from? Yeah. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, I wonder if they're making reference there. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so he, he goes uh, to kind of just retire there. He had no in interest in first purchasing a resort, right? I doesn't know. I think he was just like, I have this amount of money and it's going to be cheap there and the weather is nice, so I'm going to move there. I think that was his yeah. his aim. And then uh, he ends up going and bailing out a failing resort with his money. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Definitely he uses his money for it. I mean, he becomes friends with like the local club um, who's like really behind on his taxes, you know, Jimmy Cliff, um, who is not a very good actor. And I realized that he doesn't actually speak much. You know, Jimmy Cliff, no. he doesn't have that many lines. Most of his on screen is singing, which he is good at. So it makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Which kind of a little bit off topic, but kind of makes me want to watch The Harder They Come. I've never seen it. And I'd like to see I how um, it's a Jimmy Cliff film. Um, he's a gangster in Jamaica. Anyway, um, yeah, yeah. So then he's behind on his taxes and um, they're trying to kick him out because they want to sell the island basically to like some really rich investors from, you know, it looked like like Saudi Arabia or something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. So Robin Williams decides to uh, help him fix it up and turn it into like a Club Med sort of situation. <laughs> well, Club Med, um, that might be aspirational location well yes exactly that's what i'm saying sort club med sort of situation i mean the brochures obviously right right are alluding to the that yeah that was the best joke in the movie the brochure the brochure was the best joke in the movie where they set it all up and he's wearing different wigs and so is she yeah, yeah. the fake fish and yeah the fake well and it was your classic 80s montage too you know so yeah oh, gotta love a montage yeah. that's absolutely true yeah um, so 
a lot of the jokes I felt like were a little flat for me. Like Robin Williams wasn't on full Robin Williams mode. Mm -hmm. And when he was, it just seemed wrong. <laughs> like he's trying to do jokes in jail. And I just was like, ah, these are not working for me. But <laughs> Yeah. You know, it was originally written. That part was originally written for um, Bill Murray. Oh, and he I could see that. dropped out of it, and then Robin Williams um, took it on. So that could be maybe why, you know. Yeah, it seems like it doesn't have the manic energy for a Robin Williams movie, mm -hmm. but it definitely has more of a um, sarcastic, slow delivery of a Bill Murray. I can totally see that. Yeah. And this being a Harold Ramis movie, mm -hmm. um, I can kind of get get that too. Yeah. Did you notice how many Second City people were in this? Oh yeah, mm -hmm. tons. I mean, this might as well have been, a, you know, a SCTV skit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like my one of my favorite actors, or well, not actors, but just little bit comedians is uh, is uh, the guy who plays Count Floyd. Um, Gosh, I, I can't remember his name right off the bat. But uh, he played the pilot in this. Oh, yeah. He's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> he he brought me sparks of joy throughout this movie. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's in the trailer, but um, when they're touching down and you see a person run out and kiss the ground... Yeah, yeah. I did not realize that was the pilot in the trailer. <laughs> right, yeah. <laughs> Such a good joke. <laughs> I, I, I watched this right before I got on with you, and um, so I, I found that it, it it's fresh in my mind right now. So anything that's, that's come up, you know, little minute details. Um, but like, what what are some of your favorite scenes in this? Some of my favorite scenes. Um, I love when the berries go to. Um, get the weed, get the joint. <laughs> and uh, Eugene Levy is like, so let me get this straight. We're in a cab with a guy. He's wearing sunglasses in the middle of the night. Um, you know, something, something. Why don't we just hand him our wallets and slit our own throats? Oh, so yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he gets it. It's just go. like one joint. And he's like, one joint? What kind of dealer are you? I'm not a dealer. I'm a taxi driver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, both of those. Yeah, very good. I like that too. Yeah. I mean, the berries, I think, are my favorite. I mean, Eugene Levy and Rick Moranis are great actors. Um, yeah. And they're just so sleazy, but they're so funny at it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> the berries. The berries are. Uh, okay, so Rick Moranis, great guy. Him going off on the. Uh, what do they call it? Windsurfing? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good gag, too. You know what? In retrospect, this may be a better movie than I'm giving it credit for because, like, <laughs> the scenes aren't funny when you're watching. <laughs> They're only funny when you talk about it later. <laughs> but in retrospect, pretty funny. <laughs> I mean, obviously, no one's going to think just saying windsurfing's funny, but like he gets lost. And then his outfit that he makes with his like weird little leaf and the the parasail yeah. thing for the dress, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and then just like little stupid things, you know, like the the Rasta guy uh, with the really long dreadlocks. That's which is actually who's funny. Melville, very tall. Um, who's he's a reggae musician, Bunny and the Whalers, but um. 
Yeah. And then, you know, he gets the uh, the hat, you know, and then, then he can work in the kitchen. <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny, too, you know? Yeah. But there is some subtle humor in there that is funnier than the broad humor. Mm-hmm. Like, like just the hat thing. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, if they hadn't even drawn attention to it, it would have been even funnier, I think, if he went out and he came back in with just that hat on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, like, uh, I think one more pass at this movie, a little bit of punch up and things would have been, I don't know. Like, it just fell a little flat for me. And I wanted it. Like, there are so many scenes in there that I enjoyed. Just straight up thought they were good. But Robin Williams was the thing that I think pulled me out. Mm-hmm. I just, I, I couldn't get into Robin Williams. Mm-hmm. What'd you think about uh, Peter O'Toole's character, the the governor? Oh, I always love Peter O'Toole. Yeah, yeah. I thought he was pretty funny yeah. in that movie, too. He he can do anything mm-hmm. for me. And, like, I, I'm, I'm, I'm on board. <laughs> like, uh, have you ever seen My Favorite Year? No. Uh... It, it's, I think, worth a watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I were to make a recommendation, it's Peter O'Toole. Uh, I'll, I'll watch it with you at some point. Nice. Maybe we'll do a... Uh, now, people obviously don't know this, but every year we do uh, watch-alongs together. Oh, yes. Uh, for right. Halloween. And, uh, you know, maybe I'll broaden that out a little bit. And just <laughs> we can... Just do some random movies, movies here and there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah why not? Um, so, anyway... Uh, I I I'm not sure where to go from here. I uh, I guess let's talk about the climax of the film a little bit. Okay. All right. And oh, go on. Oh, I was just gonna. So I mean, basically, it all comes ends up coming down to what appears to be a civil war because the prime minister. Well, I guess a small civil war. It's a tiny island, but the prime Maybe. minister um, is basically trying to sell out the. The island and the people for a bunch of money to these like rich white investors well like i said before i think one of them is like saudi arabian but basically yeah. the prime minister and the owner of the nice resort are conspired together and then jimmy cliff uh his earnest character name he mm-hmm. has his club him and robin williams and um they want to keep their club. So it's basically a, a fight between him and his friends and I guess the official military because the prime minister is in charge of the military. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird. It's a little convoluted. Because yeah. uh, when they go in in the beginning, it talks about how he became the prime minister also of finance and other like. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's essentially setting up that he's he rules everything right but then there's the governor uh peter o'toole who's like the official representative of the queen in england Mm -hmm. because i guess they're a colony um yeah i don't really understand the politics of that that. island (laughs) (laughs) don't know why and then like who is this governor too like what they kind of seems like he's just some like rich lazy guy that the queen maybe he's a royal not rich well that's true (laughs) but he probably just said that. I don't know. Yeah, I was thinking maybe he's like a some like minor royal, like a cousin or something, that the queen mm-hmm. was like, here, go be in charge of this island over here in the in the Caribbean, you know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he 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 looks he looks much older than I thought he would be in that movie. Cause like uh I just looked up my favorite year to see what, what uh time that took place, and it was nineteen eighty two, so like four years old. Like 
four years difference hmm. and he looks a lot different. Interesting. Um, but I, yeah, Peter O'Toole, one of the best, plays the governor in this mm-hmm. and uh, leads his own rebellion. No, him and Robin Williams get, well, Robin Williams convinces him to, yeah, I guess, yeah, get the rest of the the people that live on the island to um, to join the fight. Mm. Um, it just seemed like, like the regular citizens of the island, because when you're looking at the end, it's like people are wearing suits or tank tops or dresses or they're just dressed in all kinds of different ways, you know, so it's like maybe this yeah. guy's a lawyer, this guy, you know, runs the whatever, runs the shoe shop or I don't know. Um, but yeah, yeah, I don't know how Robin Williams or Jack character. Yes. How Jack convinces Jack. <laughs> convinces um the governor to do that. I mean, it had to have been something he can must have convinced him it was in his best interest in some way. Um Yeah. Because why would he do it otherwise? He doesn't obviously care about the island, I don't think. Yeah, no, I don't think so either. <laughs> it's, I, it's very weird to get a read on a lot of the people in this movie. Yeah. 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 Like, uh, like, like, I don't know what your motivation is. And then the, like, the evil club owner. Yeah. Actually seems pretty affable. <laughs> like, he's not arch enough. He's like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a club owner. I'm actually running a business like. Well, yeah. (laughs) Okay. I guess that makes you evil in this movie. (laughs) Well, he's evil to the inhabitants, the people that live on the island. Ooh, that was weird. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess at the end he is. uh, Yeah. Because, like, I'm thinking about it and I'm like, well, he did fire the one guy. I guess that shows he's evil. Oh, right. Yes, that's right. But other than that, he didn't seem like he was uh, doing anything mean to the people on the island. He, in fact, advocated that they get a higher minimum raise. Oh, yeah, to a dollar a day. (laughs) (laughs) Which makes, I mean, honestly, if they're paying less than that, that seems pretty nice. (laughs) It's a dollar a week. So, uh, yeah, no, uh, obviously exploitative. Um, and as you said, you know, it is very much white savior. Uh, Jack has to come in, bail out the the failing, what do we call that, uh, a resort, I guess? Yeah, I mean, it was just a club at yeah. first, you know. Club. Hotel. Yeah. I think Ernest called it a hotel. You're trying to take my hotel. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, then everybody... <laughs> has to join together to to save the uh inha- natives of the island yes so. jack and and the governor the two white people uh you know they they save everybody um i did think it was pretty funny how a lot of the white people like they were obviously like okay jack's a good white person and philippa you know twiggy mm-hmm. she's a good white person uh linda you know she's a good white person but her husband is not like how they made certain white people look very either evil or just ridiculous like um philippa's friend um in the beginning of the movie uh when they're at the club and he's dancing like a total moron (laughs) like that was funny yeah so well and then you have uh the berries which are very jewish yes and uh, they have a joke in there who said, I'll send those pictures of you eating ham. Oh, right. <laughs> like, like, what? <laughs> what kind of weird 
anti-Semitic blackmail thing is this? <laughs> like, and they're saying like some of the most like you know over the top. Oy, shugoy. Oh, for Look sure. Look at the Kanish out there. <laughs> <You're> like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. When they're on that. Is Rick Moranis actually Jewish? <laughs> oh, oh, I don't no. know. I have no idea. Yeah. I mean, we know Eugene Levy is, but yeah, I don't know yeah. if Rick Moranis is or not. That would be pretty funny if he wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so overall, um, you know what? You've turned me around on the movie in retrospect. <laughs> I enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I did. <laughs> But, um, yeah, I think if I were to go with this vein of comedy, like, I don't have a lot of, like, island movies that are, you know, I, I, there's nothing quite like this one, I think. You know? Yeah. There, I, I can't think of one, you know. Um, I really can't think of any many other. I guess there's the, the Jamaican bobsled one with John Candy. Um, I mean, totally different, but a comedy that takes place, you know, in the, in the islands. <laughs> just, just to, cl to close, uh, close the loop on, uh, know whether or not Rick Moranis is, mm. I had to know. Mm. And he is. He is. Okay. So, he is. <laughs> it's like, cause otherwise it'd be really like another weird point in this movie yeah <laughs> um what about the the nayabingi the rastas in the forest at the end when um they push the big old bag of weed out the plane and it just falls and they look and they're like yeah <laughs> yeah that was kind of racist too right <laughs> well, is it though <laughs> Because I think there's a cultural thing about that. Well, that's true. I actually looked it up. You know, like I said, I've I actually looked at this movie a little bit more critically and looked things up rather than just watched it. And so when they first go mm -hmm. and they're waiting, when the berries are waiting to get the weed, and he's talking to the one guy and he's like, good jam session here, you know, whatever. And yeah. he says, it's Ayabingi. And he's like, oh, yeah. Ayabingi, okay. And I looked it up. It's actually Nayabingi. And it's actually a real thing. It's a Rasta celebration that that they have with the drums and the dancing. Oh. And it does go on, I don't know, about three days all day, all night. But it does go on. Um, they're not praying for weed. But, I mean, they do love it. So, yeah. <laughs> do you think? Okay. I don't think they were praying for weed. <laughs> But yeah, no. Uh, well, I mean, the, if it the, falls the, out of the sky, I mean, what are you, mm -hmm. what are they supposed to think, you know? <laughs> yeah, the giant bag of weed is a good joke too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like he comes back to his room and there's just this bag, the garbage bag, yeah, <laughs> full of marijuana, and he gets really excited at first, and then he realizes the implications of having that much. Yeah, exactly. And how are they going <laughs> to get that back to the United States? You know? Like, yeah. Yeah, that's good stuff. <laughs> yeah, no, you you have really turned me around. What else did you find in this uh, movie that you you looked up? Any, um, any other little gems like that? No, I don't think so. I did just I looked up if Saint Nicholas was a real island. It's not. Um, mm -hmm. And then yeah, yeah, I looked up the Nayabingi, and um, that's about it. Um, yeah, nothing else really jumped out at me either. Yeah. Uh, you know, just. Uh, my notes consisted of just the budget, really, and mm -hmm. uh, you know what happened there with it, unfortunately, and and then uh, Count Floyd. Oh, he's now, the pilot. did you ever watch uh, SCTV or uh, any of the others Chicago, uh, you know, shows? 
No, never. Never. Oh, um, after this, if you get a chance, I think that looking up a few YouTube clips of Count Floyd, you, you'll see why I like him so much. Okay, I will do that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I really appreciate you coming on here. And I think next time maybe we'll do my favorite year and you'll see if you like that. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> you said yeah. that one was 1982, right? Yeah, 1982. Yeah. I, 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 I doubt you will. But <laughs> we'll, no, we'll, we'll let you pick again. But uh, I will see you later. And thanks for coming on. Yeah, thank you. You can get it.